Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKFIX for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Marinero, the sick podcast. A couple of days after winning a national championship, you want to speak to a national champion? We're going to do that today. And you can follow us on all social media platforms from an audio perspective and from a video perspective. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at the sick podcast. If you watched the NCAA March Madness Tournament, you noticed, of course, Gonzaga and Baylor in the final. And one of the catalysts of this tournament, what a tournament he had, is guard Davian Mitchell. And he joins us today. Bud, how you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me. Congrats, man. It must it must be kind of cool, huh? Yes, yeah, for sure. So uh, I still can't believe it. Um, I just woke up this morning and realized that, man, I'm, I'm a national champion. <laughs> We're going to get to the partying in just a second. You won a state championship in high school, and you've won a national championship in college. So obviously, you know, winning follows you around, which means you have a winner's mentality. Can you learn that? Uh, I would. I don't know if you can learn it. I mean, I think this has got to be in you. Um, I think I think I did a lot of things um, for Baylor um, for to help us win, but it was just the other players that that bought in and, and all the sacrifices they went through, all the sacrifices I went through. I mean, we just all bought in and we just became the a winning program. You know, I want to get to Baylor in a second, but you were at Auburn before and transferred to Baylor. Talk to me about what went into that decision. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, at Auburn. Um, I played 17, 18 minutes a game uh, behind a really good guard, Jerry Harper, one of my best friends now. Um, he's in the NBA, so I'm, I'm not really mad, but he had one more year left. Um, I didn't want to stay another year to play that role. I played the same year. I mean, everyone came back, so I was probably going to play the same role. Who knows? But I, I made a decision to to go to Baylor and to sit. I made a decision just to sit out and not try to play the next year regardless of anything. So uh, I wanted to sit out, and, yeah, now I'm at Baylor. Why Baylor? I mean, I guess I know the reason why now, but why the reason then? Um. I just, I mean, I looked at their history. Uh, in the past, they had all their guards go all Big 12. I mean, they they were winning. Like, they wasn't just a program that just started winning. Um, they, they've been winning a couple games. I mean, they didn't win any championships or anything, but they, they're known for winning. Uh, coach Drew is a really good coach. Um, he he talked to me, and I just like what he said. And the assistants, Coach John Jacobs, Coach Jared Nunes, Coach Alvin Bush, Coach Tang. Those guys had really good things to say about me and, and really good things to say about my future at Baylor. And um, I trusted them and my family loved them. And uh, yeah, I made that decision. So when I talk hoops, especially college, college hoops, I, I bring in a friend of mine who's a, uh, basically a basketball guru. His name is John D'Angelis, who couldn't make it, unfortunately, today. But he wanted to say hello to Homer and Scott Drew. He spent some time with them when they were in Canada on tour about six years ago. He runs a, a foreign tour company called JD Sports, and he spent some time with them, and he said how much of a class act they were. So, you know, how was it to play for Scott Drew? Uh, it, it was good, man. He taught me a lot of things uh, as a person, not even just a basketball standpoint, just as a person. He's good with, with everyone. 
Um, he's probably the most I ever. He never wants to spotlight. Um, he always he always chooses others before himself, and that's what I love about him. And that's what I learned from him. I mean, I try to do things just like Scott Drew. I try to put everybody first before myself. I mean, he put Jesus first, and I try to do the same thing. And um, yeah, I learned a lot. I don't watch every game day in and day out because there's only so much sports to go around and so many places where you can find it and see it. But I never, ever miss the March Madness. And you know, one of the impressions I got, you guys were big, man. You look like men against boys. Like, is that just, was that just the impression that I got? Or was that the case that, I mean, how much time do you guys spend in the gym? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. A lot of people said that. Uh, We just look like completely bigger than everyone. But uh, we actually didn't spend a lot of time in the weight room. I mean, we lifted. But, like, the year before, we lifted way more than we lifted this year. I mean, this year because the COVID protocol things and stuff like that, we couldn't all be at the weight room at the same time. And mm-hmm. a lot of different things that went through it. But um, we didn't really lift as much. I mean, I think those were just all God-given. Everyone looks big. Everyone got big shoulders. I mean, yeah, I think uh, – and then, I mean, but then again, Coach Charlie, man, he's he did a really good job of – people get extra lifts in. He's always there. I mean – he, he know what he's doing. I mean, he helped my body out a lot. I mean, I think at Auburn, I was kind of like too strong or too big. I mean, as you see, but going with Coach Charlie, he made my body feel a whole lot better. I mean, he helped me with my speed. Um, he helped me with everything that helped me on the court. So, you know, take me through it. Paint the picture for me. In normal years, no COVID and stuff like that, everything back to normal. What's a, a typical day like for you in terms of uh, fitness on and off the court? Oh, are you talking about in season or um, no? In, no. In, we'll do in season and off season. Well, in season, um, let's say uh, I got class or whatever, and then after class, I usually try to work, try to get a workout in before before our practice at two o'clock. So anytime before two o'clock, I try to work. I try to schedule in with classes or whatever. I work out on the court. I mean, I don't. I'm not a really big lifter. I mean, I I would do a little bit of extra, but not as much as I do on the court. So I'll try to work out um, before practice, and then practice usually goes in season. It usually be hour and a half to two hours, um, some slight, doing a lot of play calling and and watching the scout. And then we usually lift before practice as a team, or we lift afterwards. It's just a, just how the schedule, how the day is. And um, after that, for me, I try to go shoot at night too, uh, just to start with them some things up, shoot some free throws or something like that, just to stay on top of my game. But um, that was really the day for me. Yeah, it's basketball all the time, huh? Yeah, it's, I try. I try to make it that man. And I mean, I try to have some free time. I mean, I I live with my girlfriend, so I try to have some free time with my girlfriend. I got two dogs. Um, I love playing with them, so I try to make some time for them. And uh, but they they know the sacrifice that they have to go through trying to be a basketball player. So yeah, it's a sick podcast, and it's brought to you by my bookie. Use code Sick Picks. For a 50% deposit bonus, bet, win, get paid. What a pleasure to be joined by guard Davian Mitchell of Baylor. And we're talking about Baylor. And, uh, you know, in the semis, when you beat Houston 78-59, I thought you guys sent a real big statement. Were you surprised that that win was as convincing as it was? Or did you know that you guys were that dominant? No, it, it kind of didn't surprise me. I mean, we knew that Houston was a really good offensive, offensive rebounding team and a good defensive a defensive team. Mm-hmm. And those are our strengths, too. And we know that we're going to keep going to our strengths. And we and we have a lot of things that we – it's not our strengths, but we have a lot of players that can just score the ball. 
Like you got a lot of players that can just make plays for one another. Houston does too. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like we got more guys. We got more depth. Um, even coming off the bench, the bench gave us a good spark and they gave us a spark every game. And that's what helped us make this run. But it didn't surprise me at all. I mean, just cause we, we knew what we were trying to do and we know for us to win that game, we would have to play our hardest. And we, that night we played uh, harder than Houston. So in the, in the other semi, Gonzaga's playing UCLA. Gonzaga, who's undefeated, is a huge favorite. I would imagine you're watching, right? Like the rest of the world, and you're watching. Yeah, 100%. It gets down It gets down to the end. The game's going overtime. Are you hoping they lose, or are you hoping they win? No, nah, a lot of people ask me that. Um, I didn't really care who won. I just wanted to – I just knew he was in the national championship, and I just wanted to win the national championship. I didn't care. Gonzaga won or UCLA. I mean, both were really good teams. So I didn't really care who won for me. When you saw Jalen Suggs hit that shot with, uh, you know, at the buzzer to win the game, you thought what exactly? <laughs> Just like everyone else, I'd stand it up. I went crazy. He was like, that was one of the craziest shots I ever seen, like in person, like watching the game. Like usually I don't get to see so many buzzer beaters. I mean, other than the NBA or something like that, I watch a buzzer beater and something happen like that. You see it on social media, but. I was watching it and it was just crazy because, I mean, they let him shoot it. I was like, oh my, he can make this. It wasn't like a far shot. It was like kind of like, like, like kind of like close to half court. I was like, that might go in. And he hit it and I went crazy. It was a phenomenal shot. Everyone's talking about Baylor right now, but before the game, everyone was talking about Gonzaga. Did you guys feel disrespected? Uh, not at all. I mean, people should talk about Gonzaga. They win the whole year without losing a game. That's really hard to do. Like, that's to go undefeated in a conference for us is really hard to do. But in general, just to go undefeated throughout the whole season is it's just crazy. I mean, like, you got to say that they're – you can't say that somebody else is the best team when they haven't lost to, to anybody in the, in the whole country. I mean, they play non-conference, and, and their conference is not as strong as ours, but they still play other good teams, and – in a conference before, I mean, like non-conference, like they play Kansas, they play Auburn, they play other teams like that to get those good wins. So, like, you can't say they're not the best team in the country. I mean, we believe that we were the best team in the country. I mean, but they they had a phenomenal run. I mean, we wasn't really too like crazy about it. Like they always talk about Gonzaga and us. We just ready. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are making a big deal about the fact that the story came out that Gonzaga bought cases of champagne before the final. But I have to ask you, like, I would imagine, Baylor, you guys bought cases of champagne before the final too. Did you not? No, we didn't. We not. You uh, didn't? No, we didn't. Uh, we we did hear that too, though. And I think that's what make us made us go come out with so much fire. I mean, who knows if it's true or not. I mean, but we heard it. They did. I mean, yeah. But it was crazy. When we, when we heard it, we was all surprised. Like, wow, they really think they just going like, to beat us this easily, huh? We, yeah, yeah, we just uh, kind of turned the tables with that. You had already caught people's attention, obviously, before the tournament, but this was a huge tournament for you in the way you perform with guard uh, Davian Mitchell of uh, of Baylor. How much pressure did you put on yourself going into this tournament, or did you not? Did you just really have fun with it? Because people respond differently to different methods. Do you put that pressure on yourself? Do you try and take it easy? What was your approach going into this tournament? Uh, I try not to put too much pressure on myself just because I don't want to be thinking in the game like, oh, I got to score this amount of points to have a good game. Like, I never thought about that throughout the whole tournament. I just told myself every game, if you stay confident in yourself, everything is going to 
play into the right hands. I mean, like you work hard for this moment. I mean, there's no, there's no pressure at all. I mean, you're just playing basketball. There's no pressure. I mean, you're not, I mean, there's other, other things in the world that people got to deal with. Like you don't have to, you deal with playing with basketball. There's no pressure. I mean, you got people supporting you. I mean, there's, I just, for me, I just never put no pressure on myself, especially on the basketball court. But I, and I, I know you said it, look, there's more important things in life, but this is like a huge moment in your career and all your teammates as well. Was there that fear to lose? Oh, uh, I would think that, yeah, that was a, that was a thing for, I mean, I think that's the thing for everyone in that NCAA tournament. Yeah. Trying to lose a game. Um, you still want to stay like, even though the, the bubble was kind of like, uh, I'm tired of being here. We still wanted to be there together. Like we didn't want to lose that moment of not being with each other again. Cause you don't know the next season who's going to be there, who's not. So we never wanted to um, get rid of each other. We wanted to always be with each other. So I mean, it wasn't a big thing. Like, oh, like we can't lose this game. It was just like, if we play our hardest and do what we do, we know the results. So, yeah. But when you go into the final as an underdog, because you're playing against a team that's undefeated, um, you, the athletes, do you go in? Everyone's saying you're an underdog. Do you think you're an underdog? Or do you say to yourself, if we play our game, we'll win? Uh, I would. They they showed us a lot of film of everyone saying that Gonzaga, Gonzaga gonna beat us, Gonzaga gonna beat us. Like we we seen a lot of it. I mean, we did have that. I think that mindset of us being that underdog, like everyone is picking against us, made us play even harder, making us play like even more together. Like it wasn't like all right, like we just about to try and hopefully we come out win. Now nah, it was like nah, we gonna we gonna play our hardest, and they know they can't match our intensity. I mean, we we came in to the game and said, man, they can't match our intensity. They don't play defense like us. Um, so we knew that we can definitely hurt them on the defensive end. Like, we can definitely, like, slow them down a little bit because they're a really good offensive team. They got a lot of uh, a lot of guys that can create their own shot, create for each other. Um, Mark Hughes do a really good job with them guys. Uh, they all discipline so no one gets out of character or selfish or anything like that. So, I mean, they all play together, but we just knew that on – we play really good defense, and we know that we could have slowed them down just a little bit to win the game. 86-70, you destroyed them. The yeah. second it's over, you personally, what are you thinking about? Man, we just won a national championship. Like with, and it wasn't like, no, like come down to the wire, like you got to make this free throw win the game. It was like, man, like with two minutes in a game left, we like, man, we really national championships. I remember me and Jerry was just like shaking each other's hand and laughing like, man. Like we work all. So, so that's part of me. That's going on with about two minutes left in the game. At that point, it sunk in. You're going to win this thing. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. That was a that was a thing where we just like, man, we know we won. There's no way they can come back. Like it's over with. I want to get back to something if I can, because I'm just thinking about something when you talked about. Uh, I said you guys are a bigger team, and you talked about weight training and what you did in season off season. There were photos and there were videos as the tournament was going on or right before the tournament started, I believe, of, you know, the incredible amenities for the men's basketball tournament and the incredible weight room and the facilities. And on the contrary, you saw pictures and footages of what the women had access to, and they hardly had access to anything. I think like their weight room was like 12 dumbbells. And in terms of the swag, they probably got maybe a quarter of what the guys got. Can you give me your opinion on that? Yeah, for, for me, I mean, it's just kind of sad how they do women. I mean, they always just say, like, man, men just bring more money in. But it's like, man, like, they still got people they plan for. They still got families that want to 
see them shine and they they doing it just like how we doing. They work as hard. They, they trying to they got goals to reach just like how we are. I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, like I understand what people say. Like men is more exciting to watch women. I mean, that's just the thing. Like women are not dunking like men are. They're not athleticism. Like it's it's not like our women. I mean, how men are. So I mean, I, I completely understand. But it's just like it's just sad to see it. I mean, especially coming to NCAA. I mean, I thought they would be better about it. I thought they would just be like at least be close where where the women get a little bit more better. Like when I seen that weight room, I was like, man, that's crazy. Like how can they just do that to them? And our weight room is this much. I mean, but like I said before, I mean, it's just sad. Um, the women got goals. They want to make it to the WNBA. Um, they, of course. They want to do things with their life with basketball. And, and just people are just looking down at it. I mean, but for me, I mean, I, I, I usually watch the, our girls games. I mean, I think it's entertaining. Um, they're a really good team. I like watching girls basketball because they just, I think for me, their skill-wise, they're really good, especially really skilled girls. They're really nice at the game. I mean, they work hard, but yeah. That's how I feel. NCAA is promising change. Yeah. We've heard that before. I mean, you think they're going to deliver on that? I hope so, man. I hope they, I mean, I've seen a lot of people talking about it, like especially a lot of coaches and um and the women NCAA. So, I mean, I hope they make a change for it. Let's get back to your team. Um, the chemistry, it seemed unreal. Like you guys just, you can tell, and you, I guess you don't win championships if you don't play for one another, but how tight was your group off the court? Man, we were, uh, it's probably like the most tight team I've ever been on. I've been a part of it, even more than my state championship team back home. I think we was even more tighter here. And I've been with those guys in high school, like my whole lives. But this is like here, the chemistry was just like crazy. Like we would do things together. Like even though we, because of COVID, it stopped a lot of things. We still tried tried everything just to do everything together. And like even in the bubble, the mm -hmm. coach did a really good job of just us keeping us busy and doing things together. Like we had Connect Four tournaments, we had Uno tournaments, we had like like we was doing things like people don't do. We had karaoke one night, like. Some teams that just don't do that, we just had that chemistry and we all had fun with it. Nobody complained. And I think that's what really helped us in the tournament, just because we played for one another. We seen each other happy. Uh, we seen each other's success and we and we rooted for it. Nobody was jealous. I mean, nobody was jealous of me playing. I mean, I was happy when Jerry had that really good game against the championship. I was, man, I was praying like, man, Jerry, I hope Jerry just go off this game. Like, just because I know this is game. Like, he has yeah. a shooting well, but I know this game is his game. And he played phenomenal. I mean, he he played a big part of this this run in the NCAA tournament. What did it feel like to deliver the championship now, not only for yourself and your teammates, but for the school, for Baylor? Yeah, it definitely means a lot. I mean, because those Baylor supported us throughout the whole season. I mean, even last year, the year before, like I when I was even red shirt and I see Baylor supporting, we weren't even we wasn't as good as we were the year afterwards, and they still supported. I mean, the the fans were still going crazy when we had games like. At home, I mean, they always support us. It was really good to do it for Baylor and, and for Coach Drew. I mean, for him, he he hasn't won the national championship. He hasn't even been to the Final Four. So just to do these things for him. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's been there for a really long time. And I think, like, the coaches really wanted to do it for him, too. They they are very emotional about it. Um, I remember in film, they, they talk about it, man. Like, they want to do this for Coach Drew also. I mean, that's what I think. Uh, that's what I, we really wanted to do for him. So you guys were rock stars before at Baylor. Now you're like larger than life, really. No, I wouldn't say we were rock stars before. I mean, we were just some basketball players. I mean, but winning in that is definitely 
turn everything around. Everyone is want to take pictures, and it's it's crazy. Like I've never been a part of that, like that fame where everyone wants to take. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. Do you like it, or do you have a hard time with it? Is it too much? No, I, I love it, man. I mean, especially yeah. I never been in this situation. I mean, I take pictures with anybody that asks. And if they ask me to sign something, I sign it. I do it for everyone. I don't just be like, man, I'm tired of doing this. Like, nah, like, I'm living in the moment. I love it. Um, I'll do it for anyone. Comes with a job, I guess, right? And it's and it's an honor, right? Somebody wants to take a picture with you or they want your autograph, I, I guess, you know? Yeah, for it's sure. An honor. Makes me feel good, man. It makes me feel like uh, I, did, I won the national championship. <laughs> I, I know you went on social media and you said you want to enjoy the week and you don't want to discuss your future, so I'll definitely respect that. But my question to you is how many people have been texting you about it? It's been a lot, uh, especially after the post. Everyone has been texting me about it, but um, I try not to. I mean, I try not to worry about it right now. Just trying to just, uh, you know, celebrate with my teammates. I can't wait for the parade on Tuesday. It's going to be fun with them. And after that, I can make my decision on what I want to do. <laughs> Good for you, man. And listen, I hope we can do this again. Uh, I know you're going to have a great career. We talked about it before. You've won everywhere you've gone. That means you know how to win, and you've got a winner's mentality. Uh, go to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code SICKHOODIES15 for 15% off on all of your hoodies, and uh, you can probably inquire about a Baylor hoodie or whoever he plays for next because uh, this guy is uh, is going to the show. How many new friends have you made in the past couple of days? New friends, yeah. I I make no new friends. I mean, I, I would say uh, everyone, a lot of people say congrats. Um, but friends, I wouldn't say I made a lot of new friends. I mean, I, I would say thank you to everyone. Um, sign everything and take pictures. But friends, I ain't made no new friends. It's pretty cool, man. Hey, listen, uh, I know you're going to have a great rest of your career. The career so far has been fantastic. This book is just getting started. I can't read. Uh, I can't wait to read the entire book. Thanks for doing this, man. He is guard Davian Mitchell of Baylor, and we're going to have our eyes on you. What a tournament, man. You're a national championship. Congratulations. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Thanks for doing this, man. It's the Sick Podcast, and you can watch us on Facebook and Instagram. Check us out at the Sick Podcast. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube. Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPIX for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid.